It's a podcast. Guess what? I'm back from vacation. Thanks for putting out a podcast while I was away. My vacation was the My Fall Plans, the Delta variant meme. Oh my God. Come to life. Yes. I am that meme as a human person. That's so true. Well, I'll tell the story in this podcast, but yeah, that's how it went for my vacation. Sucked. I was really sad to see that update on your Instagram of you being like, well, I'm stuck in a room, so... That sucks, but I'm here and I'm happy, I guess. You were, you seem very positive about it all. Well, because I was such a colossal bummer to me. And honestly, like this trip that I was going on was in my mind, it really was the like, pu- the, the putting of the pandemic behind. Mm-hmm. That was the one thing that the pandemic really, really prevented me from doing. Obviously, you know, I love traveling. And as you know, I, I had the whole trip to New York planned with my buddies. And, you know, now I want to travel internationally. I have these like big international trips that I've been dying to go on that I want to do. I do not want to even think about having children until I visit the Hobbit holes in New Zealand and then eat spaghetti in Italy. That's it. Children can't be involved with that. Ch- ch- Come on. You kidding me? Yeah, hobbit holes. They hate that shit. They're going to ruin it. They're going to cry about it. They're going to be like, I want to go spaghetti. home to Paw Patrol. I want spaghetti. That's what they'd say. Yeah, they're like, I want noodles with butter. Not the same. And they <laughs> Were wouldn't you enjoy a noodles it. with butter kind of kid? Oh, yeah. Noodle. Really? Did you ever have that? No. Noodles, butter, and Parmesan cheese? Oh, no. Did you ever have that? No. No. Oh. Those are like that's like the same kind of kid who like only ate chicken nuggets. I wouldn't only eat it, but it would be in the repertoire. Yeah. That's like classic poor Italian person food. I was very judgy about people's food. If they were having noodles of butter? Yeah. Because I we would have the weirdest food growing up. And like, yeah, we would eat like pate for some reason because it was on sale. But uh-huh. I'd like bring pate to school and I'd get bullied because it was weird. And I was like, you guys are eating Lunchables. That's... Like- Disgusting. <laughs> Are you talking about like liverwurst? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That kind of pate? Oh, yeah. And like I would bring an avocado. To, <laughs> to like that was my that was my lunch was an avocado. And I'd be like, okay, well, this is my weird lunch. Um, but yeah, then. But truly, what's weirder? Delicious, healthy, good fats of avocado? I know. One of the healthiest things you can eat? Or yeah, like you say, like plastic meat <laughs> vacuum sealed under more plastic. Yeah, I know. Gross. I, yeah. I remember yeah, going to people's houses and they were like, we're having spaghetti, but my brother doesn't like spaghetti sauce, so he gets to have butter and then we can put salt on it and that's it. And we'll have a glass of milk together. <laughs> did you drink milk growing up? Yes, I oh, did yeah, drink milk. <laughs> yeah, we never had milk. Oh, really? Did I strike you as a real milk drinker? <laughs> right from the teat. I do. I did. I loved milk. So yeah. I grew out of it, okay? Yeah, milk is disgusting. We're not going to feed our children milk, are we? Do people do that still? Do people I don't, still drink milk? I don't, well, no. The only children I know are my sister's children, but she's like very, you know, she's a vegetarian and yeah. she's got silk and stuff in the house and all the milk alternatives. No one's drinking cow teat, right. cow milk anymore. No. Oh, but who was I talking to? A guy in my vacation, he was just like, yeah, you know, sometimes at night I just get up and I go and I get myself a big old glass of cow milk and chug it down. And I was like, I'm going to barf. I don't know why. Yeah, it, it really is disgusting to me as an adult now. Like, I remember I would, like, if my mom was like, okay, like, maybe just drink a glass of milk. I would be like, mm, I can't do it, mom. Like, I really don't want to. And she would, like, warm it up in the microwave for me to what? try and go to sleep. 
You didn't have that? Ugh. No, I never did the but but yeah. but here's the cream in my coffee, can't live without it. Mm, yeah. Cheese in all different types, my favorite thing. The most wonderful nectar on planet Earth. Milk is a really cool thing. I Ice love cream. what it does, sure. you know, but it's one of those things that adds to something else that's good or like makes it better, you know? Um, not something to just chug on its own. For me personally, that's my own. So anyways, I didn't get to where I was going oh, on my trip, right. <laughs> and it was sad, and it really is sad. That cabin that my family has on Lake Superior, I'll tell you, Jenny, that to me is like the most restorative, spiritual, wonderful place on planet Earth to me, okay? Mm-hmm. And to not be able to go there, yes, was a colossal bummer, but what am I going to do? Just what, cry about it? We're still in this stupid pandemic, and that was yeah. very apparent to me as I could no longer go anywhere. Now, you're going on vacation next week. Oh, uh, kind of. I'm just staying home. Are you? Yeah. I don't think I'm going to go anywhere Mm because I've I've got a partner moving in. So we're doing a lot of organizing. (laughs) I have so many partners, but um, yeah, one of them will be. We'll find out. We're going to do a little game show and be like, who's going to move in? It's like Love is Blind and Wild. What's the song? What's the movie called? What are you talking about? When when it looks like animals. Um, oh, Sexy Beast. Sexy Beast, yes. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a cross between that. It'll be airing on ABC next week, so please tune in. That would be really great. Yeah. Um, okay, cool. Well, so that's what you're going to do for your week off. Um, I guess so, yeah. Maybe I'll try and find something fun to do. I should do that. I'm a little bit coffee still. <coughs> As you can hear, I think mm. that's wildfire smoke. You know that? I think so, too. I know I did boxing this morning, and I was like, <gasps> after. Yeah. Yeah, it's wild. I Once I got into my car, I have a little convertible, but I left the top down last night and everything was covered in ash. Yes, mine It was too, like yes. dusting up everywhere. That's such a weird apocalyptic thing. Yeah. I know, these little particles and you're like, this was once a great redwood. Oh. And that was ash that floated across the miles yeah. to land on my car. That's a wild thing, man. Yeah, so we're we're in Victoria. So we have like, we've been pretty, you know, far away from all of the fires that have been happening in BC and the rest of Canada. And we've had this like pocket of beautiful clear sky that's just over the island for the last few months. So people have been escaping the fires and coming over here. Mm-hmm. But now we're, we're starting to get it too. So it's a real grim reminder though. Holy. <laughs> Do you want to hear, no, hear something else grim I, I learned? Did you know that there's literally nothing that we as individuals can do to affect climate change even a little bit? You told me about this, and it has been sticking with me. Have you been thinking about that, too? Yes. So, that's enough paper straws, everyone. Give me back my plastic straws. Mm. Number one, because that is not making a lick of difference. Okay, and it's the one thing that we as individuals can do is advocate for big, gigantic, systemic changes. That is what is causing the climate crisis. Not us driving to work versus bicycling. Oh, sure. Bicycle to work. How wonderful. Save gas, save money. Get healthy. Good exercise. Uh, You're not going to change this climate crisis by bicycling to work. Yeah. Bike lanes are good. It's good as a city, as there's a system, if more people bicycle to work. But guess what? It's not about that. Well, I was thinking about that as I was driving my car, because I have an old car. It's like an 86, and I'm like, this thing is bad for the environment. This is bad. But then I got me thinking. I was like, well, this I'm taking from the landfill. Yes. You know? Mm -hmm. So this is actually like me recycling cars instead of buying a new one from a, a factory that is not doing great for the earth, you know? Listen, Jen, don't you feel bad about your one individual car when the majority of cars, the entire, for the most part, 
you know, not including the small handful of Teslas on the road and other electric vehicles, but the entire system is made for petroleum, gasoline, classic mm-hmm. cars, okay? So until 2035 or whatever the day is where the entire system has to shift mm-hmm. to electric cars, but even then there's still going to be a ton of gas drinkers on the road. That's the systemic I change see. we're talking about yes. here, okay? Yeah. That's how we make the big difference. Okay. That's why you got ash on your cars when you went to work this morning, everybody. Yep. Oh, how gross. But thanks so much for listening to this podcast. Thank you. Love you. Oh, the housing market right now is so bad in Victoria, and especially now that students are coming back to UVic looking for housing, there's just nothing out there for them. Almost impossible to find a place right now. With the high demand and low vacancy rate, prices have skyrocketed this year. Bachelor suites are listed for more than $1,500. One-bedroom apartments, about $2,000. I don't know a single student who can afford that much. I know the solution. Oh, Paul, you're back. Hi. Back from vacation, and I know the solution. Okay. Bunk beds. Okay, listen, you can't get a broom to yourself and just with a bed in it. Obviously, you need bunk beds. What about privacy? Invest in bunk beds. Okay, but where are you going to put the bunk beds, Paul? Now, of course, no, just one single bunk bed with two bunks in it, that's not going to solve anything. You need multiple bunk beds. Are we talking like quadruple bunk beds? If you get a one-bedroom place, you should have no less than 12 students living in it. Oh, my God. Bunk beds. (laughs) Essentially, you should be sleeping in a large chest of drawers. I love, I love where your head is at. I don't think that's the solution. Okay, good night now, Jenny. Watch your fingers go in your drawer. Well, I gotta admit, it's pretty cozy in here. Oh my gosh, would you look at that? Paul Postino is back in the afternoon! Hello! My friend! Oh, I'm so glad to be back. Hello. Oh, I missed so you. nice to be here. It is nice to have you back. So, you went across Canada in your car. Mm hmm. How was that? It was good. And then, and then it uh, got bad, unfortunately. So yeah. what happened was I was supposed to go as far as uh, Sault Ste. Marie, which is in northern Ontario. Um, I got to Thunder Bay, which is about one day short. And then I got really sick. Oh, no. And it was scary because you're just like, all you're seeing is, wow, Delta variant sweeping yeah. through Alberta. And you're like, oh, yeah, I just drove through that province. Mm-hmm. And I wore a mask the whole time and I'm fully vaccinated. But what's the deal? Did I catch a super contagious Delta variant? Well, I'm mm-hmm. not going to risk driving one more day and hugging my grandparents and then giving mm-hmm. them Delta variant. So I had to self-isolate. Couldn't get a <laughs> test result back throughout the long weekend for like no! four days. Of course, got it back negative, not COVID, but, you know, I didn't know what was going on and I still was feeling really rough. So I didn't get to go. I was like one day short of my destination to see my grandparents. Didn't get to go. And here's the real thing about this, like how sad and crummy it is, is that this whole time, this was like my light at the end of the tunnel. It was like, once I'm vaccinated, once we're allowed to travel across the Mm -hmm. country, I got to go see my grandparents. I haven't seen them in like years and years now. Come on. Yeah. They're lonely. They've been trapped in their houses. And instead of light at the end of the tunnel, it was just more tunnel. Yeah. And I think a lot of people are feeling that right now. Yeah. It's like, oh, we're so close. And then things get bad again. And yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm so sorry that happened to you, especially because you drove all that way. That's so much time and energy to go hug your grandparents. And unfortunately, you got sick. And it wasn't even something that was contagious, right? No, of course not. No. No. And so, I, yeah. So I just bunked down. <sighs> Luckily, I had a place to stay that was empty in Thunder yeah. Bay. But... 
Not a great vacation. No. But the rest of it was good. The driving is fun. Canada is a nice, beautiful country. You rolled your eyes, but yeah. <laughs> Well, that was the one thing. I was like, why did I leave Vancouver Island? Vancouver Island's so nice. I could have driven up to the tip top of the island and yeah. uh, explored all around there or Strathcona Park. It had the most amazing two. I had friends who did that. And I was looking at their Instagram stories. I'm just like, that's better than staying the night in North Battleford, Saskatchewan. <laughs> what am I doing? Why did I leave the beautiful island? Well, there's not as much Delta variant. Well, I'm happy you're safe and you didn't Thank catch you. COVID and Thank you're you. back. And I we're, didn't. yeah, zoners are happy you're back too. So welcome back, Paul. Thank you. Glad to be here. Okay, so I have been only slightly following the guest hosts that have been filling in for Jeopardy because this is like mm-hmm. a live interview kind of, a yeah. live trial run for a new host. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, who, now they've come to a conclusion of who is going to be hosting Jeopardy from here on out. Yeah, it's not going to be LeVar Burton, which I'm a little bit bummed about. Okay. But can I be honest? Yeah. I didn't think LeVar did that good of a job. Oh. Yeah, if I'm going to be real controversial. Yeah. I was okay. rooting for him. I thought he was just okay. So they're, they're doing a guy named Mike Richards. Okay. I Generic man name. <laughs> okay. No one had heard of this guy until, unfortunately, Alex Trebek died. And then he shows up and he's like, hello, I'm the producer of Jeopardy. And everyone's oh. like, okay, I guess you are. Wait. I'll take your word for it, I guess. And he's like, sad about Alex Trebek, but now we're going to search high and low for a new host. Okay. And then now it's been a bunch of months. And then he's like, surprise, it's me. It's like, I was the best host. It's me, and I made the decision that I did my very best. And I now f- I am yes. the host. I found the perfect Ugh. guy. You're never going to guess. That's it's how it me. went down? That's wild. Much. Okay, but Maya, how do you say her last name? Bia- Bialik. Bialik. She is also going to be hosting? I guess they're going to do like some weird spin-off championship tournaments or whatever mm-hmm. and she's going to do those. Because she did a really good job, right? I think she did an okay job. Oh, yeah, you're she critical. I'm super, who yeah, would have yeah. been your ideal then? There was this guy. His name was David Faber, okay? Okay. He's just some like, I don't know, news politics host from the States. I never even heard of this guy before. And you know why he was great? Is because he wouldn't just go, when you make an answer, he wouldn't just go, yes, no, no, mm-hmm. yes. He, in the Trebekian tradition, Trebek would give you one of these sometimes, yeah. Or he'd go, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> this guy, David Faber, he was easy and, and chill with those. He'd, be, uh, okay. he'd give you one of these. That is not correct. Oh, I like the sass. It's like very subtle. Right? Or he'd mm-hmm. go like, that's right. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And that, just that little amount of, I know the game so well that I can say yes or no without just going, yes, no, moving on. Okay? <laughs> yeah. He was chill with it. Okay. Well, hopefully these two will do a good job. We'll see. We'll see. Aw, Paul's mad. Yes! Oh. I'm excited about going to space. Sure, I want to go into space. Not right now. <laughs> It's not Please, time. you cut off my head and freeze it for like, I don't know, 100, 200 years where spaceships yeah. are comfortable and luxurious and they go so fast that we get there in 10 minutes and I don't got to wait around, yeah. right? Or like be frozen again, all that. Cra- and there's nothing there in space. It's empty, cold, quiet, dark, and dead. Now I'm dead. You make a good point. Uh-oh, I'm just going to get a breath of fresh air. Dead! Wow. That's what happens when you go to space now. Yeah, that is true right so, now. No, thanks. I'm not really that interested okay, in it. Okay, but how about this? NASA has this analog mission where they're asking people to spend a year 
pretending to be <laughs> on Mars.、Mm-hmm. So they've created <laughs> this like 3D printed facility. It's 1,700 square feet. It mimics the exact、One. conditions. Did you have to 3D、Mars. print it, Ricky? You just put it together. It's easier that way. That is what it is, putting it together, okay? okay. Let's get past、Sorry. that. Go on. Great technology. Okay, so it's 1,700 square feet. It mimics the exact conditions of Mars. So, mental, physical, emotional conditions that the people will be going through、uh-huh. when they go to Mars.、Yeah. And it's all to see you know, how it affects humans、right. and astronauts when they eventually Now, get up there. Now, did they? There's one thing that I don't think they probably did mimic、uh, the, uh, the conditions on Mars, which is again, if you step outside for one second, you die immediately. Oh, is that, I'm sure、like、they'll the, have someone out com- there with a gun or something. Like, com- you're not allowed to leave. Well, it's probably like when you're playing like flag tag or whatever, and you're just, ah,、oh, you stepped outside, you're dead. You go out, you're in timeout for 10 minutes, and then you can come back to life. I am kind of picturing like just a year long improv game where everyone's wearing space helmets, and they're like, okay, we got to keep improvising. We're still in space. We're in Mars. Mars, we're here. It's cold. I hate it. It sucks. <laughs> But you get paid to do it for one year. Uh huh. Would you do it? So, again, so yeah, I probably would because then I, at some point I would be like, wow, this is not worth the $35 a day they're paying me.、Yeah. So I'd be like, guys, I'm going outside. And then, like, again, the flag tag guy would tag you.、Yeah. You're dead, dude. And, like, great, I'm going home. There's oxygen there. I don't have to pretend to eat potatoes and nothing else for a year. I'm good. So, we're hearing more and more,、uh, and especially things have been exacerbated by the fact of the pandemic,、mm-hmm. that、uh, there's a bit of a labor shortage going on. Of course, with all the you know, financial supports like CERB that got people through the、yeah. pandemic, now businesses are having a tougher time luring employees back to work for less money for that minimum, minimum wage. And it, there's a whole bunch of reasons that go into it as well. You think、mm-hmm. about people from UVic coming into town, people from you know, other countries coming in. And- Working too. And yeah, there's a whole bunch of you know, issues with that. Now, here's the other thing that I just saw on Reddit, which is just like proving that this is just such a wild climate for employment in general.、Um, someone posted that they had an interview and was offered like a trial shift. And then instead of payment, they were like, we're going to give you store credit. If it doesn't work out, Yeah. And it's not a good fit for you to work in this store. Rather than pay you for the trial shift the that you worked. The eight hours that you worked for us. Rather than money, we're just going to give you store credit. That's, yeah, I don't know why, but that just like, rubs me the wrong way. I yeah, think it's true. It's rubs you the wrong way. That's awful. I think awful. it's because it's illegal.、Um, <laughs> I think that has something to do with it.、Uh, but it got me thinking. I was like, are people just doing this? Like, is that a normal thing that is happening right now? I should hope not that this doesn't become a trend because, like I said, illegal. Yeah.、Uh, work, we work for money, not、yes. for exposure, not for、no. store credit, not for any of that stuff.、Yeah. On the flip side of this,、mm-hmm. there is a story I've been going around. You know, while I was gone, I was following this. Here in Victoria,、um, to address this,、mm. there are more businesses in here in Victoria, too, that are offering what we're all here for、mm. financial incentive to attract, retain, and retain staff amid what is being called a labor shortage. And in fact, there's a lot of businesses here in town,、um, friends, friend businesses of the zone, even.、Yeah. Who are offering a living wage. Oh my Now, gosh. What's the minimum wage in British Columbia? $15.20. A living wage in Victoria, we know we're like a more expensive、yeah. town than a lot. Living wage is $19.39 per hour.、Oh. There are businesses, restaurants, and the type that usually would pay, like, you know, minimum plus tips, whatever,、yeah. that are electing. 
to pay that living wage. Wow. So you can work at these places and still be afford to be alive yeah. in this town and not just, you know, struggle to keep your head above water. Yeah, have a roommate with like five other people, you know? Oh, a house. Yeah. <laughs> so damn hot. Hot as hell out there. I'm mm-hmm. getting reports even. Hot. Oh, is it um hot? Yeah, it's hot yeah. already. It's going to be real hot. Hey, listen, we're joshing around here, but this hot is no laughing matter, okay? Mm-mm. Last time I got hot, people died. Yeah. It sucks. There's a couple of, um, I saw a couple of good initiatives locally. Uh, there's a new slogan going around. It's called, look before you lock. Hmm, what is that about? So before you lock your car doors, right, you go, park, put it in park, get out. Now, what do I need to do today? Seven things to do. Got to go in the grocery store. You get out of your car, close the door, lock it. It happens all the time. You forget there are children, pets, or elderly inside your car. Oh, yeah. And I often forget about that. That's very dangerous for them. That I keep in my car. Well, luckily, you've got a convertible, so they'd be able to climb out yeah. pretty easily. But anyone else, don't leave pets, children, or the elderly in your car. We yeah. look, check, double check. Sometimes they just get in there. Like, you don't know. You don't know the. <laughs> The dog that's in there just hopped in. Look at this is what they're saying. Okay, look before you walk. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, yeah, I feel silly even having to say that, but it happens every heat wave. There's always some sort of dog or living thing stuck in a car. Here's the other okay. thing. Here's a great initiative locally. Yeah, what's that? Back by popular demand, thanks to Central Sandwich Fire, mm-hmm. get sprayed with the fire hose. Really? Yes. They just line people up and spray them down. They will be at Centennial Park and Rom Not. Thursday through Saturday, so tomorrow from 2 to 3, Centennial, 2 to 3, Friday, 2 to 3, Saturday, Rom Not Park, 2 to 3. Okay. Fire truck will be there. That's great. To spray the hose. I love that. Yeah, we need to have more cooling stations because, yeah, exactly. it is hot. Um, here's another way <laughs> for you to cool down. Yes. Uh, slip and slides. Yeah, set one of those up. Sure. Yeah, we got a slip and slide for you to have if you want to have this slip and slide. It's uh, official zone branded slip and slide. Okay, great. You got to promise me, too, that you're going to keep this thing clean, all right? Have some respect mm. for the zone logo that's on there. <laughs> Don't let all the grass clippings get on it, all right? Hose it down. Hey, what's up? Hey, what's your name? Uh, Matt. Matt. Matt, congratulations. You just won a slip and slide. <laughs> Perfect. It'll help with the heat. Yeah. They should. Now, also, Matt, look, the slip and slide is all fine and good and everything, but I also recommend tomorrow or Friday you go down to Centennial Park, Central Sandwich, and you get sprayed by the fire hose, okay? Yeah, you allowed to bring dogs? Oh, no, sure. you're not. Oh, I'm glad you asked. Dogs no. are not permitted on sports fields. Oh, okay. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, Wait, are they doing like direct hits with these hoses? Great question. No, it looks like what they do is they spray the fire hose in the air (laughs) and then the water sprinkles down. (laughs) I know. I would would spend the entire time just talking to the fire chief and just being like, listen, man, I'll sign a waiver. Just, I want to take it right to the chest. I'd be like, I'll pay you $10. Can you just blast me, dude? Just blast. I just want to see if I can take it, dude. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Meanwhile, you see Paul going 15 feet across the field. It's like, why'd you do that? It would be worth it, dude, for the Instagram. I think a slip and slide is also a safe bet. Congratulations. Yeah, awesome. Thanks, guys. Let's check in with Paul, see how he's doing. Thanks, Jen. I'm here at Centennial Park in Central Saanich, where I'm standing next to the big fire truck that is indeed spraying the fire hose over the field where lots of 
people of all ages are enjoying a little cool down on a hot, muggy, smoky day in the Capital Region. And I'm chatting right now with Deputy Chief Rob Nelson. Thank you so much for chatting with me. Oh, no problem. We're out here hosing the kids down and having a good time. This is, like, an important thing. For some people, it's really difficult. None of us have uh, air conditioning in this part of the world. It's important to visit these cooling stations. Yes, we have one. Uh, we have this one. We were here yesterday for a while. We're here today. The Tomorrow, they'll be at Romnot Park in Brentwood. And we have actually have a cooling center set up in the cultural center on Clark Road in Brentwood right now. So, I mean, really important. But now I want to talk to you about the fire hose itself. Wow, I, I just saw the guy who's manning it stick his hand kind of into the spray of the fire hose. I want to know what kind of pressure this thing is putting out. It's, it's about 70 pounds right now. Okay. Um, yeah, it's just running right off the fire hydrant, so we're not using the pump. We're just using the, the water pressure, and it's uh, we've flowed... Close to 3,000 gallons since we started. So is this what we would see if you were actually fighting a fire? Is this the same kind of pressure, same kind of apparatus you'd be using? We would be, yeah, very similar. We'd probably have more pressure because that's just, like I say, hydrant pressure. We'd probably have the throttle cranked up and be moving a lot more water. But, uh, yeah, this is the same thing we would do at a big fire. This is so fantastic. Well, um, thank you so much for chatting with me. Really appreciate that. Oh, no problem. It's, uh, it was good to get out and show the colors out here and make the kids happy. <laughs> and I just love the idea that it, you're getting sprayed by the fire hose. Yeah. <laughs> love yeah. it. Okay, Jen uh, from Centennial Park signing off from the fire truck. The Afternoon Zone with Paul Plastino and Jenny West. There was a thwarted attempted jet ski theft last night, the latest in a rash of ocean crimes in Victoria. Vicpedia reminding the public to be extra secure with their boats and other water vehicles because... In the criminal justice system in cities by the ocean, thefts of floating pleasure craft is considered especially watery. In Victoria, B.C., the dedicated detectives who investigate this piracy on the high seas are members of an elite squad known as the Sea-Doo Unit. These are their stories. Chief, we got reports of missing Zodiacs, dinghies, and now a Wake Pro Sea-Doo? Calm down, Agent West. We all love getting out on the water for fun, but you can't let it get to you like this. It's too late, Chief. They just made this personal watercraft. Welcome to, uh... <laughs> it's gonna be a pretty gross, hellish... Hellscape the next bunch of days. Yeah, it's hot and smoky. Hot and smoky. Like a good barbecue sauce. Yes. Great on the grill. Awful for living life. Yes. That's what I always say about yeah. barbecue and poor air quality. Yeah, there is uh, air quality advisories posted uh, to go along with our heat wave. Mm-hmm. Or what is this, third heat wave now? Oh my gosh. Our fourth COVID wave or third heat wave this summer. It's a lot. We Just when we think we're out of it, we're not. Here comes another blast of heat and weird things happening in the world. Um, you know what's ba- gross, too, is like with the heat wave, even during like the, the bad heat dome, mm-hmm. I kind of figured out what worked for me. It was like, okay, steady diet of Mr. Freezy's jumbo mm. size. And then it was the cool shower and bath. And especially before bed, you have like a cool, oh, yeah. cool shower. And then you're okay to get to sleep. Generally bring the body temperature down. That's even what public health advisories are saying, right? Yeah. Get a cool bath, draw out the body, the heat from your body into the water. But with the smoke, it's just like, 
What do you do? Yeah, so you need like an air conditioner and an air filter. They're saying like, don't leave your windows open for too long because then you're letting the polluted air come in. And Ooh. here I am. I left a, a fan in the window, one of those ones that sucks the air from outside and brings it in. Right. And yeah, that's not what we're supposed to be doing right now, apparently. I got to bring back the kiddie pool. I swear. Yeah. The kitty pool. And take it literally this time because I've got two cats and I can just hang out in there with them. They'll love it. Keep those pets cool. That's right. Good luck out there. We'll keep you updated on the air quality and the heat wave that's happening in Victoria throughout the afternoon. It's a real doubleheader. Yeah. Okay. One of the big stories today is uh, vaccine passports. It looks yeah. like federally they are coming down. Mm-hmm. Uh, the news is saying that uh, for everything from attending like Winnipeg Jets and Blue Bombers games, they've announced they mm-hmm. want to have a vaccine passport going in restaurants and bars in Quebec. Mm-hmm. They're really coming down. So we're going to have this thing. And at first I thought, oh, great. I'm going to take another awkward picture. You think there's going to be a photo involved? Well, that's one of my regular passports. Oh, I mean, I kind of wish. I like that. I think it's kind of fun. I always get so nervous for those photos because I don't know how to keep like a straight face, you know? Yes. Maybe for these ones, we could do something like wild, like smile or, or something. Like I finger guns? Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. One, one finger for each shot of vaccine I got. So I got double guns for a double shot. Cool. Well, no, um, yeah, I don't think they're going to have It's photos. not going to be like that. No, no. it's likely going to be uh, a digital thing is mm-hmm. what you're going to have there. Well, it's similar to like when, you know, growing up in school and we would have like vaccination days. We'd mm-hmm. have almost like a passport where it's just like a record of all the vaccines that you've had, right? Yes. And they just kept it on file. I guess similar to that. Or like when you travel to certain countries and you have to have a certain vaccine in order to get in. Sure. Something like that yep. but it's just for COVID-19 moving forward yeah I yeah. get that I did I recently found my like childhood vaccination um paperwork yeah and I was like so happy I was like oh my gosh did I get oh I got everything good I know wow, no rubella for me fantastic <laughs> I know this part of my brain I'm like did I get all the shots I was supposed to I don't know did mom mom do you know and she's like I don't know <laughs> I can't remember anything <laughs> I'm starting to think that dogs are superior to humans. Uh, they, to think that? I'm, to think that? I mean, it is just more and more proof comes out that dogs are better than us in all ways. Yeah. Um, I mean, we see dogs, you know, come in with like uh, emergency response crews. We mm-hmm. see them detecting things like cancer, diabetes, Parkinson's with their little snoots. Mm-hmm. It's incredible. Dogs' noses have around three, 300 million scent receptors, making them superior smellers to humans. There they go. They're better at smelling. Yes. Now they are looking to dogs for testing for COVID-19 and they are finding success in it. Incredible success. Yes. So they're going to different, um, I think they use like socks for this experiment. Uh, One sock was being worn by someone who has Mm COVID-19 and they put it in different like receptors and the dog would stop and smell the one with COVID-19. Wow. Unreal. Don't you love this? Number one, I feel like this story has been blasting all around today and the amount of love for it. I just, I get the vibe that like, no matter what scientific breakthrough happens, like, oh, we've got a new rapid test. We've got Mm -hmm. these, you know, miraculous vaccines. Um, but we made a dog you can sniff <laughs> and everyone's like, I trust, trust the dog. I, I trust, trust the, the dog. dog. I, I need no dog. more information. A doggy was okay. <laughs> that was great. And I think this is, can you imagine if they just wiped out all the other types of tests? Because I've had two tests now. Okay. The gargle test. Mm-hmm. Fine. Kind of reminds me of going to the dentist, well, you know, when you have to do that mouthwash yeah. thing. Well, saline swisheroo. Yeah. Totally. Almost pleasant. 
fun to spit into a tube. And then, oh boy, when I went to Ontario and I had to get the horrible nasal test. Mm-hmm. It was awful, Jen. It was like, there's the back of your nose. Just kidding. Push further <laughs> into your brain. Swab yeah. it around. Yeah, but imagine this. Instead, you go for a COVID-19 test and they just have a whole room filled with adorable pups. Right. And they just come around. You give a little sniff. Oh, with that would help with eat. the anxiety around it all, too. You get your results immediately because the dog just sniff, 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 sniff. And then the dove does that thing where it sits down and looks sad. It's like, <laughs> oh, no, COVID. But if it just wags its tail and then goes on to sniff, you know, someone else or another dog's butt. <laughs> hey, negative. Right on. I'm going to the pub tonight. Yeah, I'm going to book tests every single day if that's the case. <laughs> A guy from Leroy, Saskatchewan, got arrested because he landed his helicopter at an ice cream store. Oh. Did you see that one? Yeah. I don't think you should have got arrested for that. You know, desperate times and you need ice cream, you gotta do what you can to get it. Well, file this under, like, if I had a helicopter, what else are you going to do with it? Yeah. He had a pilot or a license to fly the helicopter. He just landed it in an illegal spot. Ah, well, it's confusing, you know. There should be a helipad or... Something really should. Near, if you get an yeah. ice cream shop, that's kind of on you. <laughs> yeah. it's like, do you have a parking lot? So that's our take about that incident. <laughs> okay? Don't text us about it. That's just our take. It's no, our opinion. We're leaving. Yeah, we got to go. There's Good no one bu- in the studio after no, this. That's right. We're going to drop yeah. these hot helicopter takes yeah. and bounce. Blast out of here. Let Dylan Into and Jason Into our know. helicopter we go to the oh, DQ. God. I wish. <laughs> yeah. Have a great night. Bye. Thanks for joining the PJ Party. For more from Paul and Jenny, get them live 2 to 6 weekday afternoons on The Zone at 91.3 or around the world via the Internet's tubes at thezone.fm. Do them a solid and leave a review wherever you get this podcast. And tell your friends about it. Paul and Jenny are both on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, so get in touch. Thanks for joining the PJ Party.